0: All right. Hello, PokeManiacs, and welcome back to another episode of Pocket Podkit Monsters. My name is Dustin Cunningham, and joining me as always, my own personal Brock, Jeff Grizz Ulrich. Jeff, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Dustin. Happy to be a Brock. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan of Brock. You know,
0: I was trying to think of what sidekicks, or not necessarily sidekicks, but like traveling companions Ash has had throughout the show, and I was like, jeff jeff's a brock brock is one of
1: the tops for sure
0: yeah brock's a good guy uh jeff how's how's everything going what's new anything exciting
1: (laughs) i mean yeah all sorts of stuff the reason we're late (laughs) today is because of exciting things for me i got a whole i got a a new laptop that i was setting up stuff earlier so i'm gonna be start be able to start streaming like my consoles and still play on my 4k tv (laughs) Nice. i got this new monitor here for my computer and uh, that co- there were some setup issues, so that's nice. why we're delayed, but thanks for putting up with me, Dustin.
0: Yeah, anybody that's watching us live, we are starting about an hour later than we normally would, um, but it's, it's totally fine. For me, it's not very late. I'm on the West Coast, so it's, it's not super late, but yeah, anyways, um, we kind of have a, a bigger topic today that's probably going to take up the majority of our time, so we're going get to get into the news pretty quick today. Um, our first news topic that we have is new Pokemon Snap impressions are out in the wild, which is very exciting. Uh, if you guys have been following along, you know we're very excited for this game. We're both fans of the original. And uh, so far, they all seem to be pretty positive. Um, Kotaku's article was, was even titled, The New Pokemon Snap is like the old Pokemon Snap, just only much prettier. Which, to me, is like, that's all I wanted to that's hear. That's what we wanted. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted. I wasn't i wasn't looking for um it to be drastically different or anything like that so uh i'm pretty excited about it yeah very much what, so. uh, yeah and i think what's cool about this is so the media was able to an atten- attend an event i couldn't see if it was virtual or if they did it in person or not um but basically they got a preview of the same level being played once during the day and once during night. And what's cool about that is there were different pokemons and different animations for said pokemon. Like some pokemon were sleeping during the night. Um so that's kind of cool. It just it like basically begs people to replay the levels so that they can get different pokemon or as if uh, I was
1: going to need encouragement to replay. Exactly, the yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and that's my thing for me is like I will be
1: replaying it just to get higher scores and stuff like that. So um, Did they say anything um, in that article that you were looking at about the length of the game? I don't think so
0: because they only saw one level
1: is that's what, what we, it sounds like. That's they what they you I are still level, most concerned level. about yep. is how I long mean, this game is going to be.
0: So my theory is they will do some sort of direct before the game comes out. Nintendo typically does directs before their bigger games are released. So I'm thinking in April, they'll probably do a direct and I don't know if more impressions will come out around that time that give the length or if we'll have to wait all the way up until the reviews to know what the length is. Yeah, I don't to.
1: think we'll know the length until we get reviews at this point. Like if we don't know yeah. by now, we'll know only when the reviews start coming out.
0: Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was thinking as well too. I mean, I guess what would have probably benefited was to like know how long it took them to get through said level because you are still on rails. But it did sound like there's different paths you can take. Like, there's a couple different, like, uh, options for, like, different paths you can go on. But depending on how long each level takes, and if we were to find out how many levels there are, we'd know, essentially, the game is roughly between X amount of hours and X amount of hours if all the levels tend to be the same length. But as far as game length is, we don't know. It is still a $60 game. Um, I will be buying it. I mean, but I'm also doing a Pokemon podcast. So for me, it definitely helps (laughs) content to purchase said game. Uh but yeah, wanting to know the length is huge because that's a lot of money to spend on a game that could possibly only be 5 or 6 hours long.
1: Yeah, but like we said before, if the replayability is there, even if it is only 5 or 6 hours, then I can replay 5 or 6 hours 5 or 6 times and uh get my money's worth.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's what Kotaku
0: had to say. Um and then I found one that I found really fascinating and it was actually by the LA Times. Um and the reason I found this so fascinating is because I was someone who, when Animal Crossing came out, i never played Animal Crossing before, but I sunk like 100 hours in at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I needed that, like, wake up, check on my island, do my menial tasks, because I wasn't doing anything in my real life. Like, I would do my, rent, my, you know, chores at home, but I wasn't going out and doing anything. Yeah, And it kind of filled that void of, like, giving me something to do at home. So, uh, the LA Times, I just, I took a quote out here and I put it in our show notes and we don't have to go over exactly everything, but what they kind of touch on is that, um, the new Pokemon Snap is a great bookend to essentially what, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons started at like the beginning of the pandemic. It's like falling at like the perfect time and it just hit like the perfect time for the person at LA Times reviewing this. I didn't get a name. I'm, I could probably research that real fast, but, um. Yeah, it's just really cool because I, I could use that right now. I think we could all use a little bit of like joy and like something to distract us at this time as we're all trying to get vaccinated and yeah, get I was back gonna say the with you know,
1: the pandemic's not over, and in fact, in a lot of yeah. places, people places are going back into lockdown. You know, our we yeah, have, you know, friends all over the country, all, all over the world rather, that yep. are going back into lockdown again, and it's, yeah. they're not getting the vaccines as fast as the United States is, uh, yep. for a multitude of reasons. Uh, So, you know, a game like this could be the next sort of thing that gives some people some peace of mind as they're continuing their lockdowns.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I just thought it was cool to see that. And it looks like the article was written by Todd Martins over on LA or in the Los Angeles Times. So I just thought that was a cool little little thing to read that like this was filling that that kind of what's the word I'm looking for here? Like filling people with joy and like filling that um, that space that Animal Crossing, because for me, I don't play Animal Crossing anymore. It was like a time and place kind of thing. So that'll be cool if this is essentially that same thing. That's always we been did. my case yeah. with
1: Animal Crossing. I play it. It's, yeah, like I play it a lot for two months after it comes out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> and I, one of the parts I liked about this is that the at the end they uh they kind of talk about Pokemon Snap, a universe where um. Complimentary and uh, ana- analog- analogous colors? Analogous. I don't know what that is. Analogous colors. Uh, inject those yellow and pink mashups straight into my tired pandemic brain. Please. Uh, um, Oh, are there to induce us with luxurious critters and warm us like we're entering an ocular bath. And I just, I like that because it's like, yeah, I'm always so just like burnt out by not doing anything. And like just feel so down or like almost borderline depressed because I'm not going and doing anything that I need some like little bit of joy
1: in my life right now. And this sounds like it'll be the perfect little bit of joy. I completely agree. Cannot wait for Pokemon snap. It's, you know, yeah. And there's of the games I'm most excited for this year. Yeah. And that, you know, and, and we still have another Pokemon game coming out later this year. <laughs> and and that's,
0: that's the thing for me is I actually haven't, I don't think I have bought a game this year that's come out, now that I think about that it.
1: That released in 2021?
0: That is released in 2021. I don't think I bought one. I was thinking there's a few games that I wanted to get, and I have it. and I think this might be the first game this year that I actually buy.
1: Boy, now that which mean, is I, I, crazy. I'm going to try to move on mentally, because otherwise I'm just going to sit here thinking about, did I, actually, right? yep. did I buy something?
0: Yeah. So, there's other impressions out there. IGN has impressions. Other sites have impressions. So, if you want to, you know, see what everybody else has to say about the game, you can definitely find more opinions on it. So, uh, moving on, though, Pokemon Go sales have boosted the franchise to $100 billion in all-time sales. That's Pokemon in general. Uh, According to safe betting sites, I don't know how legit this site is. I tried to research this a little bit more to see if I could find other uh, sites that said the same thing. The only other one I saw was scoop.co.nz, so who knows? Uh, But essentially, it has become the biggest, um, or I'm sorry, the most valuable franchise, media franchise of all time, beating out the MCU, Disney, Star Wars, and Hello Kitty, which is huge. Like, those, when you think about the MCU and how much money that has made, like...
1: I mean, yeah, it's that's just say convenient. something. But you know, the yeah. MCU is—it seems a little unfair to just yep. say the MCU because the MCU is—they're just talking about the movies. Yeah, Marvel is as a whole, yeah, way bigger in terms of the number of products that are out there. I don't know for certain which one would actually be more valuable, but you know, Pokemon has cards, games, anime, movies. That's their yeah, that you know, yeah, and I think stuff.
0: I think the one that I'm a little bit surprised by, Disney is a big one that I'm surprised by just because of how much money they make. But um, also Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is huge. There's so many, like you said, there's so many different things. There's books, there's animated shows. Think,
1: there's Personally, I think that this safe betting sites, whatever it's called, is picking and choosing a little bit.
0: Yeah, and it, it could be. Um, like, it could just be reflecting any of the, like, whatever's canon in Star Wars now at this point, not including any of the older books or games or anything like that, but yeah, I just thought it was really cool to see how much money that the company has actually made in the 25 years. So, um, yeah, and it's cool that Pokemon Go is a big part of it. It's showing that their whole model of free-to-play, but uh, Microtransactions is working for that game, and, I mean, people buy the passes all the time to continue to do events since they can't go to the live event so yeah um that was a cool one you're gonna get money from me (laughs) yeah i figured i'd throw that one in there uh speaking of pokemon go i wanted to we'll jump ahead to this one since it's a good segue uh starting today the rayquaza special raid weekend is live in pokemon go uh rayquaza will be appearing in five star raids alongside therian form thunderous rayquaza encountered uh, and caught during this time We'll know the attack Hurricane. Let's see what else I have here. Rayquaza is known uh, to only seldomly descend from the sky, so you won't want to miss out on this chance to catch the legendary Pokemon while it's drawn in by Weather Week. So I thought that was kind of cool that, you know, there's an event going on this weekend. I don't really do the raids. I don't have people to play with. Um, I don't do the remote raids. or. I was going to say, front friend, friend of the yeah.
1: show, Riley, wants to start putting together yeah raids, and i'm all about it he and i did one the other day that worked quite well
0: <laughs> i probably should uh check that out but um i i don't know i just feel like i don't even have time to play any of my other games that i have so yeah and, that's
1: and, uh harry brings up a good point that this rayquaza raid you can get a shiny rayquaza Ooh, okay so
0: that is that is pretty cool that's a little bit Which more Which is something. one of the
1: best Shinies. I, we're going to have to do an episode where we just talk best Shinies, but I'll talk for hours because there's so many Shinies. I'm like, oh, no, that's one of the best. Jeff, well, you, even said, when we... you said there's 100 different best Shinies. <laughs> <laughs> They're all that good, man.
0: <laughs> we're, we're already going to have a hard time saying what the best Pokemon is, you know, <laughs> let alone the best Shiny. Um, all right, and then the last news story of the day uh, is a little bit of Pokemon Sword and Shield news. There is a distribution event going on right now where you can get some items. Uh if you enter in the code, we can I think we could probably throw this in the the YouTube description, right? Oh, for sure. Or can we throw it Yeah. Uh there's the code is adventure in all caps. B is in boy, the number 9 and F is in frank, and if you enter that code into the mystery gift option, you can get 12 exp candy xls and 12 big nuggets so that's kind of cool um if you don't play the game the exp candies will give you uh they basically level your pokemon up make it a little bit easy easier for you to go through and then the big nuggets are stuff you can sell so you get more money so it's cool i need to go in and actually do it um i don't know if i put the date on here yeah it's one week only so it ends on april 3rd i want to say is what it was sometime around there but
1: I'm pretty sure yeah. I know that I can't use mystery gifts to get Pokemon in my Nuzlocke. Uh, I'm less sure about whether or not I can use mystery gifts to get XP <laughs> to get, candies. I feel so, like that's uh, against,
0: you I could can, always do it in your other playthrough. I,
1: oh, I can, I can definitely go do it on my shield game. Yeah, of course. Yep.
0: <laughs> so yeah, good out there. Get those, uh, get those extra items. If you still play the game, uh, if you're still running around trying to, and complete if you are still X, playing X, the game, Pokemon.
1: why aren't you still playing the game? That's, that's I, my question.
0: <laughs> I need to play a little bit more. I every once in a while I'll just hop in and do the uh raid layers. I'm saying
1: but, it now, Dustin. You and I need to do some uh cave raids. Yeah. I think that would be just a great we could, I think we could both stream it at the same that's time. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say is I need
0: to get I need to get a capture card for my Switch so that we can just do like a dual stream of that. Because that would be fun. I was thinking that as well too. Earlier today prompted, I was thinking that'd be fun to do. So yeah, man. All right, so we got the news out of the way. Uh, we're going to dive into our main topic today. Like I said at the top of the show, this one is a little bit... It's, it's a little bit bigger, so we wanted to spend most of our time on this. Um, so for today's main topic, Jeff and I are going to be coming up... Uh, we're going to make our ultimate Pokemon game. If What would you want to see in this Pokemon game? Um, what characters, Pokemon, environment, everything like that? And we want to just try to do this to improve the franchise. Everybody talks about, well, I would do this, or Pokemon's been the same, nothing changes. So let's let's come up with our own Pokemon game. Let's try to make something cool. Um
1: and by make, we mean just talk about because we are Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, when I say yeah, when I say make, I mean more so just create uh an outline for a Pokemon game we're that would we would want out, to see. We're
1: gonna put it out yep. into the ether and then and if somebody sees this yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll take the credit. I will get you know, money bit. for it. but uh...
0: Exactly. <laughs> Just a little bit of credit, at least. A a bit of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, in every new Pokemon generation, there is a new environment and a new region. So, let's start there, Jeff. Um, what kind of environment would you want to see? And by that, I mean, like, would you want it to be, you know, primarily desert? Would you want it to be like a forest area um all set in the snow on islands again similar to alola like what what kind of setting would you like to see
1: so we're basically we're making this i'm going to tell you be telling you about what my ideal game is right uh so i can understand that this might not be everybody's ideal game but uh we get regions all over the world right we've had a couple of regions that are based on japan we've had a region based on france We've had one that's loosely based on New York City. You know, they're they're all over the place, right? Uh, I think it's, and we had Hawaii, which was Aloha. Uh, I think we need to come back to the mainland United States, but we still need to have a a landmass that has a lot of variety in its environments. You're going to say Texas. (laughs) I am going to say Texas. (laughs) We're doing Texas, baby.
0: (laughs) I was waiting
1: for it. My, my idea, and I know what you're thinking. You're already thinking, Jeff, Boobala, there's no ice in Texas, and that's not true. You guys all heard about it on the news. We had just a little that's... bit of ice, and it shut us down for a week. <laughs> so...
0: I mean, you guys also all have to have ice in your freezer at all times because <laughs> it's insanely hot there.
1: Point is, it can get cold enough, so I'm counting it. We can do. We can still have ice Pokemon in my Texas region. My reasoning okay. for why Texas is so good, and this would be the same reason why California would work as well. I'll just go ahead and say that now. A lot of big cities. Yep. But also, and this, I, at least by my experience, more so with Texas than with California, a lot of small towns as well. There's a, I mean, I know once you get up into Northern California, there is a lot more. Yeah, than it's a small the same town. thing. Yep. But, I'm in uh,
0: a small town in Northern California. So, yeah. But,
1: uh, you know, so as far as Texas as a region goes, you know, this would be a huge map, a huge Pokemon map. But there would be a few like Keystone major cities in my world, as well as a bunch of smaller you know towns that have unique culture to them, the way that Texas small towns do. Uh, but it has everything you need. You got the big cities, small towns, deserts, mountains, distinct food culture. That's always a big thing in Pokemon games, is they have their signature food, whether it's poffins or it's curries. Or the uh, Malasadas in uh, Alola. You know, they all have their, their signature food. And we got two kinds of signature food in Texas. <laughs> we got barbecue. And we got Tex-Mex. We're doubling the and, food options in this Pokemon game.
0: And everything's always bigger in Texas, too. You so, right. you know. <laughs> um, So mine is definitely not Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mine is, of course... Anybody that knows me will not be surprised at all but what I'm about to say. But um little a- around 20 years ago a great trilogy of films started and uh they they were filmed in a in a beautiful country called New Zealand. <laughs> and so I would love to see a an area based on New Zealand and just the environments cuz it has everything. It has the it has rain, it has snow, it has everything like that. So I would absolutely love to have a setting um, in New Zealand. Just again, you get everything. It's
1: all I mean, of the environment. You're not wrong. That would be I, when I was deciding what I wanted to do. I was like, okay, I'm going to do Texas, of course. But the other one I was thinking about was either Australia or New Zealand, for exactly I, the reasons you're you're talking. I kind of
0: I kind of thought of like Central America at one point, but I uh, I just you know just thinking about it, I thought New Zealand would be a cool place to do it. It's something we haven't really seen like you said they've done japan and even france and america at this point and um the uk so it would be cool to see something else them to do something else like that um all right so uh in term also talking about environment um so we have basically yours is america mine is new zealand so we did the countries as well too whoa whoa
1: whoa whoa. Uh, texas
0: Sorry, Texas, the country, the country of Texas, the country of Texas, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry for this this crime I've committed. All right, last part on the environments that I wanted to touch on is: um, Would you have dynamic time and weather? And by that I mean, would it just randomly rain at different times, um, snow, whatever it is, and then actually have a semi-realistic. Date and time cycle like all the other Pokemon games I've had.
1: So for my game, and again, this is my ideal. I personally, I always end up playing at basically the same time of day every day because I, I, have, you know, I, I, my day job, and I don't get to play Pokemon until I get back. So when the games are tied to your actual, you know, clock, that means that I'm seeing the same Pokemon a lot because I'm always playing at night. Yeah. Which so I'm, I'm personally, and that's been the case for a long time now. Like when I was a kid. I never got to catch any nighttime Pokemon (laughs) because I was going to bed. Because you weren't playing at night, yeah. (laughs) So uh, I personally have never been a huge fan of the day-night cycle in Pokemon. So I don't know that I would necessarily want it in mine. But I think if I were making the game, I would include the option to have it. And it's something you can turn off.
0: So even for me, I think I'm with you on the how like if i go to play and it's at night and it's like man i really need to catch this pokemon it sucks that i have to do it or like even with pokemon like Rock, for example where you have to evolve them at a certain point in time to get a different form i would just like it to be something similar to like maybe the witcher where the time and day change or the time of day changes but it's not tied to your actual like system clock or you can let's say that you're trying to catch a pokemon at night you can rest and then when you wake up, it's night or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I would like that aspect of a lot of Western RPGs.
1: If they make it so there's a little more control over yeah when it's day and night, then by all means, let's keep the day night cycle because it does offer the opportunity to have different Pokemon in the same you know areas, which is kind of like the you know the real world. You know, yeah, you, you see some animals at night that you and you see other ones during the day. So I mean, I think it's worth doing. I just think it needs to be done in a more convenient way for the player.
0: Yeah, they definitely need to change it up because I i agree with you where it when it changes based on your real lifetime, it does kind of suck for trying to catch, especially if you're trying to be a completionist and complete the Pokedex and you want to get every Pokemon having to play at specific times is not necessarily fun. That just means you have to do it on like a weekend or something or your off days. So Yeah, um and then moving on, let's talk about Pokemon. Um the The creatures themselves like what how many pokemon would you like to add to the pokedex
1: okay so we're, we're at
0: 898 i believe as of the time we're recording this mm-hmm.
1: there can never be too many pokemon correct so i want straight up 100 new pokemon
0: <laughs> so i i'm in the same boat as you i said 102 and that's just to make it an even 1000 so they can do something big and like celebrate that um that whole aspect of making it finally a thousand pokemon
1: so yeah i I, that's that's what i want but i have a caveat to that that uh i'll explain more when we get into it later so if you want to move on to the next question
0: yeah 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 yeah, absolutely absolutely um okay so we've gotten uh, how many pokemon we like to add um would you so a few pokemon games have done this one of the main ones being, of course, the original game, because there was only 150 Pokemon. But Pokemon uh, Black and White had it limited to uh, select Pokemon until you actually completed the game, that you could then go catch every other Pokemon. Um, Would you make it so that your Pokemon game, your dream Pokemon game, you could only catch those new Pokemon? And let's say maybe with the exception of, like, there's some specific Pokemon to your region, like let's say uh, Pidgey is in your Pokedex or something like that. Would you uh, w- or would you want it to just be all new Pokemon? Would you like it to be new Pokemon with a few old ones, um, or would you like it to just be all Pokemon throughout the game?
1: So I think all Pokemon throughout the game would be ridiculous, uh, exactly, just because not not just because of the sheer number of Pokemon, but also because you know they're 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 not from the region that it's supposed to represent. Correct. Texas does not have wild elephants, right? So a caperagia running through my my Texas. Uh, Are you
0: sure that Texas doesn't have wild elephants?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I, I haven't left my house much in the last year. so right? Things could have changed.
0: <laughs> Nature took over, okay?
1: <laughs> There's elephants everywhere. Uh, but uh, So I was thinking that it would be mostly new Pokemon, especially if I'm going to have 100 of them. It's definitely going to need to be mostly new Pokemon. But we're going to have some of the old Pokemon because there's some Pokemon that really do make sense to have in yeah. every region. Like, you know, there are still mice in Texas. Rattatas should be around. You know, <laughs> that's Pikachu. Sort of yeah, I mean, Pikachu, of course, because where would Pokemon he's be without their, their mascot exactly. in every single one? Obviously, Eevee, because he's, you know, mascot number two these days. Uh, is he? Yeah, I'm, yes, very clearly. <laughs> very clearly, he is mascot number two. <laughs> But uh what I was thinking was what I would do is a lot more regional variants. Uh because like if Pidgey is supposed to be representative of a just a, a standard kind of bird in Japan, yeah. then it would make sense that it, you know, a a Pidgey in Texas would be you know slightly different, right? So I'm you know I'm thinking I would have a lot more regional variants of the original Pokemon as well. And if that's the case then I would bring down the number of new Pokemon required, maybe a little bit like 75. Uh, I can see that. Regional variants do still require new designs, uh, which is a little little bit of work. So,
0: Yeah. Um, I'm in a similar boat to you. I, I really liked it in black and white when it was just a select Pokemon until you completed the game. Um, this is something I was going to talk about when I talked about regions, and I forgot to mention it, but for my dream Pokemon game... Um, it would essentially be you would have those new Pokemon, maybe some old ones thrown in there for that first region. But once you beat the Elite Four, you get a call that's, hey, this is the professor. Um, Come back to the lab, whatever. You know, every Pokemon game has a professor, yada, yada, yada. Come back to the lab. I want to talk to you about something. And it's, hey, uh, we want you to go explore and find more Pokemon or, you know, fill your Pokedex with more Pokemon. And then you board a boat or train or plane whatever it is to Kanto and then you go through Kanto and they have the Pokemon from that region and then at the end they're like hey man let's go to Johto it's right next door (laughs) exactly because in my dream Pokemon game and this could be they release DLC packs however they do it but it's every region I want you to be able to go Finish the new region and then go back and play through the regions. But I, the reason I say that now is because I would personally like it to be they give you the new Pokemon as you're going through each region. So those region-specific Pokemon you're actually getting in those
1: regions. Yeah. I also think that they should make it so that you can go to the other regions. But I, we've also been saying for decades now how they should just make Pokemon an MMO and release expansions. with. Each I mean, by them Pokemon. doing it
0: in gold and silver, they kind of like shot themselves in the foot because everybody, I think, kind of had that, that thought that going forward it would, yeah, that it would continue to do something like that.
1: Yes. Uh, so I'm totally with you on that. I think uh, that would be really cool to be able to go through the other regions and especially with the idea that, you know, beating the game unlocks the opportunity for the other Pokemon. I think that makes that's a good way to do that. Even if they didn't do that, I still think it should be you beat the game, uh, then now you can bring in your Pokemon from the other generations and play. Yeah, you know, I don't think there's. I think every Pokemon should be available in every game, but not it doesn't necessarily have to be from the start of the game to the end of the game because you know that would take a lot of the fun out if someone just transfers in, you know, their highest level Pokemon that they can use based on their badge every single time and then just you know
0: wrecks the opponents no i i just think it would be cool for them to kind of focus more on the new pokemon it's so hard like i try to use new pokemon when i play through the games but sometimes it's just easier for me to use old pokemon like i'm playing through platinum right now and i have a haunter on my team because it's just easier to use a haunter than some of the new pokemon and it would be cool to maybe not do that um would you add a new Pokemon type, Jeff?
1: So, one, I want to say this feels like this should be a topic. Like, for this a should be a topic, show, yes. Is just yes. coming up with new types.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: adding in types is tricky. When they yes. added in Steel, it was only the second generation of Pokemon. So, yep. really, like, you know, okay, it didn't complicate things too much. But then, when they added Fairy in, they changed a bunch of Pokemon Again, they changed like I mean, I guess they yeah. did that a little bit with steel as well, but they changed a bunch of Pokemon that had been normal types or psychic types for yep. to being know, fairy. Multiple generations yeah. to now include now to include the the fairy type, and it messes up every single time it you have to it, you have to redo a lot of the you know type effectiveness charts, yep, so I don't know that like I necessarily need any more types because just about everything I can think of, I can find a way to finagle it into another type. Like, yeah. if, you, if you give me an idea for a Pokemon, I can probably figure out a way to put it in the stuff that we already have and have it still make sense. But so, if I if I could put in new types, I would want a sound type. Ooh, okay. That's a light uh, type. I
0: Bio like fairy that. Fairy
1: is supposed to be kind of the light type to counteract yeah. dark. But I think that we can make a distinctive difference in the types of Pokemon that yeah. would be light versus fairy.
0: Yeah, I think the only part that would be tricky about the light type would be that it would be there's normal, which is already like a white um especially in the Pokemon TCG, it's like the white tr- uh border of the card or like the white energy. So sure, how do you kind but, of you know, with the TCG
1: they already don't include every type in the TCG that's fair. anyway? It's like you know, ground, rock, and fighting are all lumped together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um for me, obviously, I would like them to add a dinosaur type. There's already enough dinosaurs that are just listed as rock type. Um, so I would like them to have be differentiated and have their own type. They would be their weakness would be ice, because I thought that was really funny. That's funny. Ice um
1: their weakness can also then, be rock.
0: And I thought the same <laughs> thing as well. I thought that too. And then I put they'd be strong against grass type, and that's only because um, my in my head it was just, you know, carnivores eating herbivores and dinosaurs, and I thought yeah. it was just funny. But, yeah, mine would be to just actually give the dinosaur Pokemon a dinosaur Pokemon typing and not make them rock or whatever else they are.
1: You saying that they would be effective against grass type, my mind immediately jumped to Littlefoot eating the tree star <laughs> in that's... Land Before Time. <laughs>
0: I didn't even think about that, but that's a really good point. <laughs> that's, that's a really good point. Um, okay. So that's basically it for filling the world with, with Pokemon. We would, you know, do you have any like specific, um, creatures that would need oh, to be Pokemon? Yeah. Any, any creatures that you would want to see? Like for me in my world, I kind of just thought mainly like woodland creatures of like, you know, more things that would be in the for areas sure. of New Zealand,
1: uh, but I would, there's one, the first one that jumps to mind for my Texas region would be an Armadillo Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, cause an Armadillo is a very Texas, you know, animal. So I would need that. I would need Javelinas, which are a variation of a wild boar. Uh, oh, okay. So, but I think that would be my regional variant. I would have a regional variant of Tepig, the Tepig's line. That's really cool. But as my, Javelinas. I like that. <laughs>
0: That, um, I have that in mechanics and let's, I'll just throw that in here because it, I feel like it pertains more to this. Would you like to see anything like, uh, mega evolutions come back?
1: 100%. Like, that, yeah. I saw that question. I was like, who is going to say no to bring I really back liked, mega evolutions? <laughs> I know.
0: I really liked mega evolutions. Um, for me, when I had that in my notes, that was the one thing I said I would like to see back, uh, over like dynamaxing and things like that. I would also like to see just a, maybe a fourth evolutionary line for some Pokemon that don't have them, like okay. just new new evolution lines. So I
1: think, yeah, I don't I don't know that I necessarily need a Pokemon to be able to evolve to a fourth stage at this point, especially since some of them have only been able to go to three stages for so long. It's already hard enough for me to do the mental gymnastics to make it so, like, it makes sense that at one point there was just Pikachu and, then Ra- and Raichu, and then all of a sudden there's these Pichus, like, where where did these things come from? How come these Pikachus yeah. didn't make Pichus before? So, I mean, granted, that's just me being a grumpy old man, as always. Uh, but uh, I think adding more evolutions to Pokemon that never got evolutions absolutely d- yeah. deserve that. Or mega evolutions, because that's, yeah. that's the best way to do it. It's like, okay, there's a reason that they're not available uh, to evolve all over the world. It's because they can only Mega Evolve. So like like Mawile never got a, a, another Evolution, but Mawile got a, a great Mega. Yeah. And so there's yeah. a bunch of Pokemon that deserve Mega Evolutions.
0: I was going to say, there's a lot of Pokemon that never got them that I would love to see get Mega Evolutions. Especially some of the new Pokemon. Like they have um, Gigantamax forms and stuff, but it'd be great cool well, if they had Mega Evolutions.
1: Well, so in answer to your question, uh, which was uh, in our notes, which was... Uh, do you want like what old mechanics do you want to bring back? Yeah, mega yep. evolutions one hundred percent. And I'm not just talking about a few mega evolutions. I'm talking like fifty mega yeah. evolutions. And if I yeah. if I can get that many new mega evolutions, I will again cut the number of new Pokemon I need just to just make because, it so, yeah just to make it so that we it can be programmed. Because I, I'd rather only get fifty new Pokemon, but give. A whole bunch of old Pokemon, that extra bit of flair that they never got the chance to have. There's yeah, Pokemon some that cool. no one would ever include on their team because they they just they're not good enough. And Mega Evolution, yeah. can fix that.
0: I was gonna say, can you imagine if they made some Pokemon that just everybody catches just to complete the Pokédex? Like, and they just made those Pokemon like absolutely yeah, yeah. amazing.
1: That it that, would be really cool. Because one thing that I've always thought about with Pokemon, and I said this last time, you know there i always like think about is this pokemon someone's favorite pokemon and yeah. right now i think there are some pokemon that no one would ever say is their yeah. favorite or very few people would say is their favorite and those are the pokemon that i want to give megas to because it's like okay now there's a reason that, for someone to to like this and you know i i think that mega evolutions add so much opportunity it's such a crime that they haven't been doing more of those but I, I've been ranting. Let me finish on the other no, things, yeah. which was, uh, that's fine. Dynamaxing and Z moves were the other things yep. you mentioned. Uh, I love Dynamaxing. I, yeah, I think it's cool. I love more Gigantamaxing, you know? Yeah. So again, that's because you have different forms, uh, you know, and surprise, surprise. That's the thing that people actually are interested in.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody so, just cares about the larger versions of the Pokemon.
1: The problem is though, that they set up Dynamaxing as a thing that only happens in the Galar region. So in my version of the game, because I want Pokemon to be able to Dynamax, especially so that people can bring over their Pokemon from Galar and still be able to use their coolest feature, is there's going to be some sort of device that gets created, technology advances, and now we've got this device that allows uh, Pokemon to Dynamax. It would be a bracelet again.
0: It would just be a bracelet again. It's always, I, it's, it's always a bracelet. always a bracelet but- for Mega Evolutions, bracelet for uh, Z-Moves.
1: I was thinking it might be like something that they install in gyms or in stadiums because you need the space. Okay. And so it's like, it's something they actually just put in the stadiums that allows yep. Pokemon to Dynamax when they're in the stadiums. I think that would be a cool way to do that and explain why. Okay, yeah, it happens in nature in Galar. Well, we're doing it artificially here. Z-Moves we would- never need to see again.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say, even about Z-moves, like, I didn't necessarily love them, but I almost think that if every region was back, it would be cool to see it as, like, a Pokemon Adventures type thing, where they, when you go to those regions, you get those uh, mechanics back that were in those games, like, getting, I mean, I would, it'd be cool for Mega Evolutions to be in the whole time, but if you go back to Galar, and then when you're in Galar, you can, you know, get your Gigantamax Pokemon, or things like that, or if you're in Alola, you can... Do Z moves, whatever for the people that like Z moves. Um, <laughs> I, I know there's some out there that probably like that mechanic. It's not like I hated Z moves, the but it's it.
1: just like it's just another move. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and the hundredth time that I saw each of those Z moves, they were not that exciting anymore.
0: <laughs> Bring a Power Ranger pose just to do a move.
1: Yeah, and not or even or like a, a, a good Power Ranger pose. It was yeah. always you know something like you know.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Ginyu Force from Dragon Ball Z.
0: (laughs) So, in terms of mechanics, let's just kind of... We'll segue into that. Um, Are there any... So, for me, I didn't add this into the show notes, but there's a mechanic I would like to actually see get gotten rid of, and that, for me, is trading your Pokemon to evolve. And the reason I say that is because I'm playing through Platinum version now, and I don't really have friends that are playing that to trade with. Now, I could get another ds and another version of the game to trade but i'm stuck with a haunter on my team granted i love haunter Haunter's a great pokemon but i don't have a gengar because i need to trade haunter to somebody to evolve it and then get it back i would like to see an implementation of like hey maybe you don't you play these games just by yourself and that's what you've always done so here like here's an option for you to just be able to evolve this pokemon with a certain item or something like that
1: and not saying that this is the case because you've, you've given the reason why you can't do it, but yeah. like it's, it always has struck me as a little weird that Pokemon is like, we really only, you can only complete this game if you have friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and like I said, I could probably find somebody I could reach out to somebody that like, be like, Hey, I mean, dealer, I have if you need yeah. me to, if
1: you need me to crack open the 3ds, we can, we can exactly. Do but that's the thing is it's like
0: now it's a, it's like an antiquated thing of like having to find somebody that has a DS or 3ds that is willing to trade me a pokemon i i actually have an extra 3ds somewhere so i could just do it with that but then i'd have to be like okay do i have a game that's far enough along that i can trade a pokemon to and stuff like that so
1: it's a lot of hoops would to just come like
0: through. i would like to see that changed especially cuz there's like pokemon that you have to give an item to and then trade them like can't i just give that pokemon that item and they evolve like that would be a lot
1: better or like give give them like even if it's very late in the game Give us a person in the game that you can trade any Pokemon with. Yes, exactly.
0: That would be awesome. Essential, like, basically, like, the name raider or the, you know, the move deleter yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like that where there's one person that you can do that with. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't add anything, like, removing features into the show notes. But that was just one that when we were talking about it, I was like, man, I would love to not have to trade Pokemon. Well, what's funny, is there is anything?
1: It, that... If I was going to remove something, it's funny that I've already mentioned this. I would probably remove food.
0: <laughs> oh, even though yeah,
1: in my in like I, I'm adding Tex-Mex and barbecue, so yep. like I'm 100 percent in on it now, right? But uh, I would have if you had a yeah, <laughs> I would have removed That's hilarious here because
0: you like, you kind of turned around on it a little bit just <laughs> in your
1: region. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm excited to make that. I granted, like stirring making the curry is probably the least frustrating food that they've done. Yeah. I, you know, like, it's either, like, it's not a big deal at all. Like, getting the malasadas in uh, Alola was, like, you just go to the restaurant and get them. Yeah. Which, so like, there wasn't anything to that. It was just a regional food. But then, you know, back when you had to make the poffins, do you, do you remember making poffins, Dustin? Uh,
0: I think I just blocked it out mentally.
1: It is, it's a disaster. I don't think I ever successfully made one that was not burned. Like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, they just try to add mechanics. I I think if they're going to do the food, I would just like more of a Breath of the Wild thing where you just throw the ingredients in and then it's like, if they're good, it makes something good. If not, then it, you just get crap food. That's it. Like, I don't need all these extra mechanics thrown in.
1: I just, I, if, if, if the food's going to continue to be a part of these games, I'd like it to do something more than it does. Because like when you make curry for your Pokemon in Sword and Shield, Uh, what does it do? It
0: it literally, I do that when I need to heal my Pokemon. That's That's it. it.
1: That's it. And,
0: and I make the food
1: and that's it. That that's all you need it for. And we'll get to one of my mechanics that I want to add later, but that would totally make that not even worth doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, all right, let's segue into that then. Uh, what, what would you like to see added? Any mechanics that you want to see added? Like new mechanics that could maybe be the focus of the game Um, it could be anything. It could be a new typing. It could be something similar to mega evolution, uh, something like that. Is there anything that you want to see added to Pokemon?
1: So something on the scale of mega evolutions or dynamaxing or, you know, one of those big game focused things, this has been something that people have talked about for years. There's websites that do it for you. Uh, I'm talking about fusions.
0: That would be cool.
1: I you know they don't need to do the DBZ you know fusion dance, but it could uh, be like
0: Digimon though, where Digimon just kind of had it like no. you know where they
1: no it cannot.
0: And... <laughs> we do not <laughs> right, talk fine, about
1: Digimon on this channel. <laughs> it's funny though because when
0: you mentioned the armadillo earlier, I totally almost said there's an armadillo Digimon. <laughs> well,
1: that's because Digimon had to go and pick things that hadn't already been done in Pokemon. <laughs> right. Uh, but in any case, uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, fusions would be cool. And again, if that meant that we had, that you got a few, a, you know, fewer new Pokemon, because when you fuse Pokemon, it's creating something new. Yeah. I, I think that would satisfy people. Uh, I don't know if I want them necessarily to be permanent fusions.
0: I thought I was going to say, would it be permanent or would it be a limited, like just for that battle?
1: So I was thinking that it could be a really cool thing that you can do a temporary fusion that creates one form of the Pokemon or a permanent one that creates something you know better, and you know so like like you can weigh your options there. Like, do I really want to sacrifice these two Pokemon that I like to make, you know, one Pokemon that I love? Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> would it would they be like split typing? So if you fuse them, would it be? Let's say you fused Blastoise and um, Charizard. Let's just say Blastoise and Charizard. Would so it be a fire it, water?
1: So that is fire, and that is water. The fusion would be fire water. But if you're okay. combining Pokemon that have two typings, you know, on them already, you pick which two typings you want to keep in the fusion. So, like, if you, have, if you have one that's, like, a lantern, water electric, and you're fusing it with, uh, uh I don't know, a Venusaur, right? Venusaur, uh, no. grass poison, right? Yeah. Uh, you could so be- you could
0: choose electric poison or, like, any variation yeah. of the four. What... What about the weaknesses? How would you do that? Would they just be double weak to things? Like would fire? Wa- well, how would a fire water wouldn't really be weak.
1: I mean, full, there there already is a fire water Pokemon. Volcanion is fire water. Oh, that's true. So you know, and it, it just they cancel out some of the weaknesses. It It's it, it would yeah. just be the same thing. I
0: guess that's true because there's a lot of like random. So like
1: uh, Volcanion is not weak to. He doesn't do receive double damage to water. He just receives normal damage to water okay
0: so it's not super effective if right it's a, just regular effectiveness okay yeah I, I i would like that I think that'd be cool I went a little bit more like for mechanics for me because I'm fine with things like mega evolution I honestly would be fine with that just making a return so for me what I would really like to see be the main focus is traversal like I want you to be able to explore more i don't i don't necessarily love that every Pokemon game is like you go into this town that's already set up and it's very like it's very linear like even the wild areas in pokemon like that was a nice look into what pokemon could be but i want you to be able to like climb over things or yeah. climb up something or things like that and i want when you like let's say you use fly i would like to see you actually hop on the pokemon and fly like even if it doesn't show the whole animation just like it'd be cool to like maybe fly around and like you can Similar to and let's go, where you you can be up high and you can run into Pokemon.
1: Well, it'd be just, cool if I just could do, do that. it like uh, Aorus, Omega Rupee, Alpha Sapphire. Do it like with Latios and Latias. Yeah, and so you can just fly around the map. Just do that with yeah. every flying type Pokemon that is large enough to carry a person.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I think it'd be cool to just do a little bit more with the traversal. I'm a little tired of just the bike and like running around on feet or on foot. So
1: that is something I was going to say for my Texas region because Texas is so big and so spacious like you know be- between each city there's yep. a lot of space uh i i think that my protagonist is going to be 16 years old rather than okay. 10, old enough to drive old enough to drive and so you get a car in <laughs> and go out on your adventure <laughs> why not
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah so again, for me, mine would just be the traversal thing. like I just really wanted to see it. I thought something similar to cars, but i I guess in my brain, I always just go back to the kid being ten years old, so I didn't really think about that. There could be like um a moped or something okay, like that, I guess
1: or... this is the Pokemon world where ten year olds yeah. are allowed to wander the world on their own for years maybe they on can end, drive so maybe they can drive
0: they can also steal <laughs> bikes from girls that are fishing and you yeah. know run away from Pokemon with them but yeah
1: no consequence.
0: Do you have any other mechanics uh, that you want to see?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Shoot. I would like them to always include the Pokemon following you. I don't know why this is something that they keep adding and taking away from game to game. Just put it in and leave it there. We want a Pokemon following us around. And you're talking about traversal. If, If the Pokemon's big enough for me to ride it, I should be able to ride it. Any Pokemon it's like the, that I can ride. Yeah,
0: it's similar to the new Monster Hunter that just came out. I haven't bought it, but that's one of the new things they added is like you can ride around, there's a mount that you get, and it's like a wolf that you can ride around. And I'm like, that would be really cool. Imagine if in Sword and Shield you could ride around on uh Zacian and Zamazenta, like that'd be cool. I mean,
1: you could ride around on some cool Pokemon in uh Let's mm-hmm. Go. So yeah. it's- I love the <laughs> Snorlax
0: animation, by the way, where you're just like hugging Snorlax. <laughs> it's so good. Around.
1: I also, yeah, I love Venusaur's uh, running animation in where just Let's like, Go because that was the first time I realized that Venusaur is based on a frog.
0: Yeah, I always thought Venusaur was a dinosaur. <laughs>
1: I did too. Like, he's got sword in his name, name, Venusaur. Yeah, <laughs> but he's there. He is hopping like a frog. I was like, oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense.
0: I'm glad to see that both of us are kind of in agreement on uh, traversal in our games, though. and like, yeah, seeing Yeah, well, some you know, that's
1: of one of the most archaic things about Pokemon yeah. is that they, they just keep clinging to that same thing. Like, you know, the biggest change we've had in the entire franchise was when they switched to roller skates for yep. one, one game. And uh, I thought that was weird because, like, roller skates were not popular yeah. <laughs> in the real world at the time that that happened.
0: What's cool roller is Blades. that... I guess
1: they were rollerblades.
0: Yeah, what's cool about all of this, though, is that I think we're probably closer to this than we realize, because I'm assuming that uh, Legends Arceus will have more of that, especially within the trailer, it shows the character role and like hide in the grass. So I'm hoping <laughs> that we do get some sort of like, oh, you see that mountain? You can go climb that. And there's a an absole up there or something like that for you to catch i would like hope that they don't pokemon.
1: say exactly look at that mount you can go climb that because that is pulled straight is, from the breath of the wild well, reveal <laughs> that's why i said it was just more so
0: like that type of mechanic and attitude of like go go do whatever you like want
1: breath of the pokemon we get it <laughs> of course i do that's
0: literally my dream pokemon game but no just like if we're going to be hanging out in the Sinnoh region in that game before it's the main Sinnoh region, it would be cool if you could just go everywhere and kind of explore because you're essentially helping create this region.
1: So, but on top of having Pokemon follow you, I also think that it shouldn't just stop with one Pokemon. If if I want to have all six of my Pokemon following me around, I should be able to do that because yeah. why shouldn't I, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs>
0: Why do they have to be in the pokeballs? I, and you know, I, if if two never is.
1: If you run into a situation where like, you know, some of your pokemon shouldn't be able to like some of your pokemon can't go in water. Okay, they go in the pokeball when yep. you hit the water, right? Yep. Or maybe they ride on top of one of the other pokemon. I just think like you know, it, it would be so cute to see uh, you know a little charmander riding on blastoise's back holding his tail, you know, like <laughs> don't, yep. don't get it wet, you know? How how yep. great would that be? Uh,
0: or, like, a bird Pokemon just flying above you as you're, like, in, you know, surfing or something yes. like that would be cool.
1: I mean, that, you know, any of that. Just, it would, it, would, it would make the world feel so much more lived in.
0: That's what I've been wanting. The wild areas, like we've been talking about in Sword and Shield, are cool because they have Pokemon. But they're always on, like, such a predetermined path, too. They show up in areas, they're, like, I would love to just, like you're just out on the ocean and then a wingle flies up and it's just flying over you because you're like out on the ocean surfing. You know, I want it to feel more of like a real lived in world like that. Yes, So I would be totally down for that. That's awesome. I didn't even think about having all the Pokemon. Having one Pokemon is, is cool enough, but
1: I mean, I would settle for that, but we're talking ideal game here. So yeah, of course, uh, one other thing I wanted to add was full voicing for every Pokemon.
0: Okay. So instead they would say just, their name. Instead of in just Joe. Pikachu
1: and Eevee, yeah, every Pokemon and some Pokemon, even in the show, they don't say their name. I'm fine with or that. Are Pokemon... you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to say their name. I, I'm i totally fine with that. But they should be like animal noises at the very least, not you know sprite sounds. Yeah,
0: like chip tune yeah. cries that have it been was, around. The chip tune cries
1: time. have been around for a long time, and I get it. They're they're kind of a classic thing, but we. It's okay to change that. I don't think the Chiptune cries are something that Pokemon diehards are clinging to. I don't think that's no. going to be the thing that that's going to make people upset that you finally changed that.
0: I will be okay if they change it. Um. All right, so do you have anything else on mechanics? Is that it for, for you? Because I think that was basically it for me. Mine was mainly just the traversal.
1: Uh. Yeah, that is it for the mechanics I wanted to add. All
0: right, cool. So now that we have our world... uh. Well, we don't... We have ideas for a world we have ideas for the pokemon and the mechanics that we'd like to have in this game let's fill it with some characters um do you like the ability to customize your character or would you like to go back to them just giving you a pre-designed character
1: okay so i don't want to go back to pre-designed character but i also don't think that the customization that we have now is enough customization to warrant doing it you know what i mean like i get it yep all you know, whatever is eight or 10 variations of the character look exactly the same. Yep. They just have different hair color, different skin color. Yep. I, I, I think that they can probably give us a few more options for the yeah. character customization, but here I am, I'm, I'm going big think here, man. This is, this is, you know, next level stuff. I okay. want, to, I'm here. I want to be able to customize the protagonist and have the expanded options that i'm talking about different body types and all that uh and since this is my ideal game this is going to be the first pokemon game where your character ages okay oh okay so because it, it always feels like wow he went around the entire like he like just imagine walking around all of france yeah in in like less than a year you don't even have a birthday Right. That's that's insane that that they you get all these gym badges and everything in under a year. So one. I yeah, walk- you
0: definitely couldn't make it all the way around Texas in a year. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, not if you're stopping to do stuff, <laughs> Like maybe you're just walking the whole time. Sure. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't walk that much. I don't know how long it takes to walk places. <laughs> but what I'm thinking is that, uh, you know. Maybe you're a kid for the initial part of the game. Like you, you go through, you get all your gym badges and you're just aging up a little bit as you're getting all the gym badges. But I want a time jump when you beat the game where you get to decide how much you want your character to age and you get okay. to basically redesign your character so that you can finally make a character that looks like you. So I can have a 33 year old character in Pokemon who has a team of Pokemon that he's raised since he was 10 years old, you know? Yeah. And you know, and have a character that actually looks like me instead of a ten-year-old boy, because yeah, I'm not a ten-year-old boy.
0: Yeah, it's hard to make a character <laughs> that even remotely looks close to you when you're in your thirties. So
1: yeah, well, and it's not like they could like in some games. I always my complaint with character customization is give me some facial hair yeah. options. Yeah, uh, because they almost never have. Well, an- it's like Jackson
0: just said in the in the chat with the beard, but you know, a ten-year-old could have a beard, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, there's never <laughs> been. Like I name all my characters in the games Grizz. I, I guess that's not always true. Sometimes I go with Jeff, but frequently I name them Grizz. There's nothing grizzly about these kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're just little little child or all children with the same exact body type that like like you said have different hair color and skin color. So Um Yeah, for me in terms of it, I kinda wanna see them do something a little different. Um I have my game would be My, like, dream game, ideal game here is a little bit more story-driven. So I actually would be totally okay with them going back to them giving you a character that is pre-designed, not a customization option, just for the sake of the story so that in the dialogue it actually fits a little bit more. Okay. Because I want my character to actually have dialogue. Even if it's still not spoken dialogue, if it's all text, I would like my character to actually interact with the world around them and speak to people and you see those conversations happen and feel like your character is like actually they're involved in the world instead of just being like they're essentially just you being there during these events Right. like I kind of want them to be more involved so I would be even if you did a customizable character that could still work but I kind of just want them to like here's our vision this is what we're doing like this is the character you're going to play as this is the story your character is going to be involved in this story, like a little bit more of a, a linear story.
1: I can totally get behind that. I think that, that that would be like, if I'm not going to be able to customize it and it's for narrative purposes, I'm, I'm on board for that. What I would want is if, especially if it's going to be a much more story driven game is I want dialogue options. Uh, I want your character to be able to choose between a couple of options for dialogue and for the love of God, let's stop making all the dialogue choices mean the exact same thing. Like like they have dialogue choices in Sword and Shield that it's like, you can say like the questions of what do you think about this? And one of them is like, I don't know. And the other option is I'm not sure. It's like, yeah. those mean the same thing. <laughs> Give me some real yeah, or, dialogue. I don't like
0: dialogue options where you like ask someone something or say something and it's like, that's not right. And then you have to choose like a different one to hopefully get the correct one. Yeah, And it's like, why even give me options at that point then? Just don't even, yep. don't even do it. It's not worth it. So, yeah, I would be down for that. Pokemon with dialogue options? Give me Mass Effect Pokemon. Give me
1: Mass Effect Pokemon. <laughs> 100%. I would love that. <laughs> it's okay, like uh, so... Jess was saying earlier, uh, Pokemon in space. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, Pokemon in space. <laughs> I could, I'd be down for that. You just ride around on Rayquaza everywhere you go. <laughs> um, so every Pokemon game does have a rival um what would you what what would your rival look
1: like so what would he look like uh yeah. i would i would honestly i think it would be kind of cool especially in the version of the game that i'm making is that they have your uh you have your preset rival right whatever they decide yep. that the rival is going to look like but i kind of like the idea that because when your character ages you're going to make him look like you you know when you when you do the time jump at the end of the game I want your rival to be like almost randomly generated. <laughs> so like when he ages, like you have, you know, this this skinny looking kid and now he's a big fat bald guy. You know and just it's <laughs> like totally random as yeah.
0: what he'll look like. It's I'm, like a procedural procedurally generated.
1: <laughs> that's what I want. A procedurally rival. generated rival. Uh but I More than just what he would... Oh, I guess, yeah, you just asked what he looks like. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead.
0: Yeah, no, we'll can. we jump into the next part. Uh, So what would they look like? And um, would the rival be a friend of the character or more similar to Blue in the original games where it was more of a... Like, it was definitely more of a rivalry. They weren't really friends. They were like acquaintances who were setting out on the same mission and they both wanted to be the best.
1: Yes. So I want there to be more side characters i liked in uh uh x and y it was where they had like four rivals
0: yeah i think there yeah there was multiples in that which was really cool
1: i liked that and i would like to have more of that uh and then as far as like if i your main rival i want it to be more like blue where he's like actually like i'm in the same boat like, you know, it's great to have the, the friend rival that's motivating you. It's like, we can both do this. We're both going to be the champion. But it feels a little disingenuous sometimes, right? You know, like, I, I mean, <laughs> we're not yeah, because I be like the champion. Hop. Yeah,
0: and I, I, liked, <laughs> yeah, I liked how in the original games, when you beat the game, you're, you're like, cool, I beat it. And they're like, oh, no, you still have to fight the new champion. And it's yeah. your rival. Like, I like that. And all the other games now, it's like, you fight your rival right before the Elite Four, as like the last like test before the Elite Four, and yeah. it'd be cool for them to go back to where the rival is the main, the main person sure. you're going up against.
1: I want my rival to be cocky and mean and you know like a, a bully, and I'm I'm talking full Bakugo from My Hero Academia. Okay? I was thinking of Bakugo,
0: and I said this too, or similar to the rival in I can't remember his name, but the rival in Pokemon Gold and Silver was kind of like that as well too. Yes. Like he was almost that Bakugo character.
1: So I want them to, but I also want them similar to Bakugo to grow. Because
0: yeah. Because again, the, we're
1: going over time. They're they're growing up. They're aging, and so he's gonna get beat by you, and that's gonna you know turn him like make him realize, hey, you know, I'm I'm kind of a jerk, and you know, kind of learn things. I'm sorry if you guys are hearing my dog hack. Sorry about that. He, I don't know if he ate a treat or something, but he is not dogs, having a good time. Dogs
0: are going to dog. <laughs> they love to just make random noises at all times.
1: But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, very cocky and mean, and then they grow up and become friends. So like after the time jump in my game, like where you've, after you've beaten the game and you do the time jump for the post game stuff and you get to have your second adventure as an adult, uh your rival is now your friend, and you yeah know, that's that's what I'm hoping for
0: I like that too my my rival i'm I'm very there with you on making the rival uh a more similar to blue um or i guess silver as uh, Harry was pointing out in the chat I think that's the name of the rival and gold and silver Well,
1: if it, it is if you're playing gold,
0: is it different on each one
1: yeah when you play blue, uh. your rifle's name is red,
0: huh. That's weird. I think I just, because, like, the actual canon, I think, in, like, Pokemon Generations, or not Pokemon, but Pokemon, whatever. We're getting off topic here. Um, I would like to see a more serious rival for the character in the ways that we just discussed, where, you know, you have to fight them at the end. I want the rival to be the sibling of the main character.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's great. Because... I
0: love that. Yeah, like... And even if they're, they could even be a couple years older and they could have been out on their adventure and they're like jealous of the fact that your parents are like putting all this like weight in like, you're going to be the one that becomes the Pokemon master to like your main character. So your sibling has to like prove that they're the better sibling. You know how siblings are where they're competitive. You know, you have a brother, I have a brother and a sister. It's like, you're always competitive with them and you want to be like, the best at something so it would be cool to like have that rivalry be two siblings
1: i i honestly i mean every sibling relationship is a little different yeah Uh i definitely always wanted to be better than my brother but i don't think my brother necessarily cared that much about being better than me which which always made me want to be better than him more because he didn't care about it and he was still better than me <laughs>
0: yeah so that's that's my idea for the rival. I would like it to be a sibling to the main my, character. My
1: brother's in the chat right now. Older siblings are better. Science. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not to the parents, but, you know, we'll move on from that. I don't want to, like, offend anybody. Um. So moving on from the rivals, I think it's a good segue into, would your game have a Team Rocket-esque villain group?
1: 100% yes. Okay. So. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, can you I'm guess what there, my theme yeah. is for the villain group?
0: Uh, I'm going to guess something related to, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I can't think of what it would be in Texas. Oh, come on.
1: Cowboys. We're we're doing oh, cowboys, yeah, man. Sense. So my villain group are going to be like Old West style villains, right? So they're wearing Western attire and they got like the bandanas covering their face and cowboy hats and all that stuff, right? That's the minions, right? Uh, and they are whole shtick is going to be very old west they're bank robbers they're doing train heists or you know like other sort of you know
0: like stealing pokemon on like train heists right
1: like and and not necessarily it doesn't even necessarily always have to be stealing pokemon like yeah it could be actual
0: money or stuff like like they're stealing
1: actual money or they're trying to kidnap an actual person or something like that and i want them to get into shootouts with the police where you got your your officer jenny's out there with their Growliths and their Arcanines shooting flamethrowers at, you know, the other... The, at these Wild West guys' Pokemon. Whatever. And they're going to use a lot of Remorades, I'll tell you. They're going to have a lot of Remorades, <laughs> these Western guys. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's the villain group. Uh, can I tell you about my... The, the head villain?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, the, the points that I have here in the notes are what's their theme, what's the main... what do they look like, uh, what's the... What's the villain of this look like? You know everything like that. So yeah, just go ahead and do the whole do the whole spiel of your okay. team and the villain and everything.
1: So the head of my villain group, uh, and by the way, their team is Team Outlaw because it's always like Team Rocket, Team whatever, Team Outlaw, right? Uh, the leader of Team Outlaw is basically the Man in Black from Westworld. I don't know if okay. you watched that. I but like that. Yeah, so yep. gonna have that aesthetic. And if you haven't seen that, think. Uh, cad bane in star wars clone wars okay that's for jackson specifically (laughs) so that sort of aesthetic right uh and he's gonna be a really cool guy and not like and i mean like not just like looks cool but like he's calm under pressure and he's never gonna be the super angry guy typical
0: like cool guy
1: yeah uh and you know I don't want this to be like a whole destroying the world thing. Like their master plan, like, you know, is not going to be, you know, like in, uh, uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire where like th- the villain group is literally trying to c- cause an event that will destroy the world. Yeah. Cause that's nonsense. <laughs> I want more like team rocket where it's like, this is just a criminal enterprise and you know, and so they're they they're I'm thinking that their master plan is going to be a series of increasingly more elaborate heists that you end up thwarting.
0: Okay. That's I what like want that. for
1: my villain team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I like your idea. You definitely put some cool thought into that. Um mine again, my my story is a lot more I wanna focus more on the um the actual story and the narrative of it and the reason i say that is because i feel like that's i don't really think of the stories when i think of pokemon like that's not the first thing i think of i'm just thinking of what kind of pokemon they have in the environments and everything mm-hmm. that so for mine i would like to see team rocket come back okay and essentially it's they come like out of the shadows and you find out that they've had different bases they've been setting up in every region over the like 20 to 25 years however many years it is between uh the events of red and blue and the events now and so if you guys have played red and blue you know when you beat giovanni he kind of has one of those like come to terms moment where he's like oh maybe i'm like not the maybe this isn't what i should do kind of thing and um so, so how you I, he he w-
1: huh how are you working around that
0: so that's what I was going to do is he's retired. So it's a oh, new, okay. someone else took over the group. And the person that took over the group is actually, this is all family related. I'm doing a whole family theme here. So the, the mother of the protagonist is the leader of the new group.
1: Oh, But wow. you don't
0: know that when you start <laughs> the game. You don't know that. Like she's been secretly running this organization throughout the the years and like setting up. And the reason I say in each region is because, again, I want my game to cover every region. So when you're going throughout the regions, you're going to have to encounter Team Rocket somehow. And so I thought it would be cool to just... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, In terms of what, like, the the mate, what she would look like, it would... Again, you don't really know when the game starts that that's going to be the villain until let's say towards the end or something like that of the, the first region. And then throughout the rest of the game, you're kind of having to
1: can go through what, different regions. Can I fire. tell you what I thought your villain was going to be? Huh. I thought it was going to be Giovanni, except like he's a cyborg now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Like, you know, he's just in a wheelchair at this point. <laughs> it's
1: the same guy, except like he, he's he got like a half robot face. And now that's, that's why he's evil now. <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah, that that's my kind of idea for it. And you're just like, again, once you find out towards the end of the first region that it is your mom, you're kind of trying to stop her plan. And it could be similar to what you said with the rival, where the rival has like a come to like terms moment where they realize that maybe what I'm doing is wrong kind of thing. But
1: <laughs> you know what's even funnier about your world? You have huh. an opportunity where you're making the villain be related to the character and your character still doesn't have a dad. There's never a Pokemon game where the character has a dad. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Where are I was, the dads?
0: My my whole thought process was every single Pokemon game, the villain has been a man. I don't want to do that again. Not even thinking about the fact that there is, again, no dad. No, no, Pokemon uh uh Ruby and Sapphire. The dad was a gym leader.
1: Oh no, you're right. You're absolutely right. He yeah. still he wasn't at home.
0: Yep. Of course not. <laughs>
1: That's all Pokemon these... is
0: a series of fathers that abandon yeah, their Harry children. Harry just
1: said it. He's about to yeah. Yeah, yeah. about to get to the same point that that you had yeah. already said it. Yeah, uh, my my bad. Yes, one of the one of the fathers was a gym leader. Point is though, no no none of these child ever has a father figure at home.
0: <laughs> hey, I didn't say that Dad didn't live at home. I'm just saying that the mom's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's my idea for like the evil team of the Team Rocket esque team would actually just be Team Rocket.
1: I I would be happy to get a Team Rocket Team Rocket back especially since Team Rocket is still the main villain in the shows. Yep. You know, why not? Yeah, They. And you could I mean, I wouldn't even think it would be the worst idea
0: when you go to those different regions for maybe Team Rocket is working with uh Team Galactic or Team Magma, whatever team it is that yeah. throughout those regions they could have been partnering up with them or something like that. We could like essentially like alter Pokemon history. And it's been team rocket the whole time. They've been yeah, like but, working but, in the shadow.
1: It's this character's mom. That's been pulling the strings the whole exactly. time. <laughs> I would, it would be hard to come up with an explanation for why your character's mom, uh, in one region just wanted to, uh, make it. So Marnie wins the championship. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then in another region, she wanted to destroy all <laughs> land masses.
0: it's it's a it's just a running idea okay Jeff um so yeah that's that's my villain team would just be team rocket um we you talked about this a little bit earlier with the multiple rivals but I think that's a good that's a good jumping off point to would there be any sort of party in the game because your party could be rivals with your character I personally would like to see more characters tag along on the adventure But uh, what do you think about that?
1: Yes, I agree. I think that's something that is very common in JRPGs uh, that has never really been included in Pokemon. So I I think it would be cool to see that be brought in. Uh, But I want it to be meaningful. I don't want it to just be, you know, you have, you know, your rival travels with you and you you battle, you know, battle Pokemon together occasionally. No, I I want it to be a class system, right? Your character is the trainer class. One of your travel partners is going to be a breeder class. Yep. One of them's going to be a nurse class. So they like yeah. Know, so instead of having to go back to the Pokémon Center every time you want to heal, you have your you can have a party member that heals your Pokémon for you on the go. Um, Even
0: like a technician too, someone that can like fix things or like build things when you're out on the while you're out traveling would be cool too.
1: And if they're going to bring back stuff, like if they want to bring back the Pokemon shows, like the, the contests and all that, you want to do that, then you can have a partner that that's their specialty. And as you level up your party members, they gain abilities to help you compete in those events. Or, you know, uh, if you, if you level up the breeders skills, then you have a higher chance of getting more IVs on your eggs, you know, whatever, you know, Things like that, uh, I think, would make it so that the party can be meaningful, and it's uh, it's something they haven't done yet. I think that'd be really cool.
0: So, the other question I had in here, too, would be what they... So, you kind of answered it there by them having different classes, but you would have them all have their own individual Pokemon, correct?
1: Yeah, they would have their own Pokemon, and I even think it would be cool if, like, you don't necessarily always see them catch Pokemon. It's just, like, the next time... You It's funny
0: because I literally had that exact same idea that they just like kind of like as you're going along, they get their own Pokemon.
1: I think that they that it it would make sense, you know, narratives, you know, in a narrative way that they do catch additional Pokemon. But I would want them to, you know, be a little more selective, whereas you're out there trying to catch everything. They're like, okay, if they're the groomer, they have specific types or something. If they're doing the the contest, they're looking for really cute Pokemon or, you know, whatever. I like that you know things like that i
0: in my notes what i had for this was i mine was you know having a party i also would like that and with the party i thought it would be cool if you could actually swap pokemon between different party members while you're out because like let's say that you're in a fight where you need a specific pokemon or something like that you could swap it out for somebody else's and like it'd be like trading items with anybody in your party, but it would just be Pokemon like swapping for a fight or like said time, not like a permanent thing. Like you don't get to keep their Pokemon, but yeah, if you need them for a battle or something like that, Um, which could kind of segue into this next part as well too, because if you're just taking their Pokemon, would you want to be able to control those characters? Like, would you want to be able to choose? Let's say you go into a fight or something like that. Would you choose their moves or would they choose their moves themselves?
1: I think in my version, they would choose their own stuff uh because i want the i want their benefit to you to be more about their classes and what those classes yep. offer you so that you control them in that you're going to level up a skill tree or something for okay. their their class uh but in battle like i i think at most you'll you know only ever have one other or two others maybe battling with you like you know they've done triple battles before yeah uh and they would control their own pokemon okay They're, I, I like that
0: idea um i think it is i like that too where they more are more so in control of it um because i was thinking of it even uh harry brought up in the chat something uh that you said that kind of like your uh relationship sounded similar to something in persona mm-hmm. and even in persona you know there's other characters and you choose what attacks they have and they all have their specific persona they don't you don't swap out their personas but you do swap out their moves and stuff like that. So it would be kind of cool if your party just got to choose what moves they wanted it to have or their Pokemon to have as they go along. And I I like that.
1: I think with your idea of this being a narrative and like they've designed the protagonist and you know, so like you, it's not your character, it's their character and you're playing as their character. I think in that sort of situation, it would make more sense to have the option to control a little bit more about your party because none of the characters are you. They're, yeah. you know, you just you're just. It's all just commanding a, those characters. It's all Cloud
0: Tifa Barrett, you know, like right. you're, it's all just like, those not, characters. Like, that, when
1: I'm playing yeah. Final Fantasy Seven, I'm not visualizing visualizing myself as Cloud. I'm playing. I'm just playing Cloud as the party. You're right.
0: playing as the party. That's like your character. Exactly. So, but in yeah. my
1: game, the character is supposed to be you. So it would make sense that you really only have control over you.
0: Yeah. And one thing I didn't actually add to the notes for this, but I think this would be a good part to end this topic on. Um, for your starting Pokemon, would you still do water, grass, and fire, or would you like to switch that up?
1: I would like to switch it up.
0: Yeah, me too. I very much would like to switch that up.
1: I think I might still. I mean, like, I, w- I w- at least I would like to have the option when I'm designing the game to consider switching it up, because you know, especially in my region for Texas, it, you know, having a fire type makes sense. It gets really hot here, right? So we, we you know, yeah. have a fire type. Sure. Uh, we get hit by a lot of hurricanes, a lot of, a lot of rainstorms, lot of water type. Okay. That, that makes sense. Uh, and huge like swaths of the state are, you know, forested woods. So grass type still makes sense. But if you were in a different region, you know, like New Zealand, your starter yeah. should be a, uh, a, a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should be choosing from three different kinds of sheep in (laughs) in New Zealand. (laughs) Um, I yeah, I would just like to switch it up. I
0: would like to maybe at the beginning of the game have the option of, let's say, like, there's a psychic Pokemon or there's like a flying type or steel type, whatever. It would just be cool for them to switch it up a little bit, because even with a lot of the Pokemon now, they have dual typing but still, I don't know how many fire fighting types there are in Pokemon. There's and so it's nice. like Yeah, it's like, okay, like at least give us fire something else. I, with Delphox, at least it was fire psychic, right? So yes. it's like you do get you do get a little bit of variation there, but still, I just I would like to see different types of Pokemon added in. I'm ready for a change. In I that. think
1: more than anything, the problem with That's doing awful. uh grass, water, and fire every single time is that those Pokemon, most people are going to use that starter the entire game. And so when you get the opportunity to add another water type to your team, you're less likely to put him on your actual squad because like, like if if you already have a water type, like I already have the water starter. I don't need Gyarados on my team. Well,
0: that's a big reason why I'm such a fire uh, type person in general is because you don't necessarily run into a lot of fire type Pokemon in most of the games, especially early on, as where, like, if I catch a Magikarp, I can get a Gyarados once it hits level 20.
1: Yeah. And then really and cool. I have a Water type.
0: Yeah. I can have a Water type. There's a lot of... There's... I guess there's not a lot, but there are different, like, Grass types that you can find, or Bug types, Something similar that you can get, but... Yeah, I just... I think it'd be cool to switch it up. Give me something different, and then maybe fill the world with more Fire Pokemon earlier on, so I don't have to choose Fire Pokemon every time. <laughs> so I have a Fire Pokemon on my team. So, all right, that's going to be our main topic of the show. Uh, another thing I didn't put in the show notes, but I thought this might be cool, Jeff. I wanted to just throw this one on you is okay. we're we're at the end of the month and it is the 25th year of Pokemon. There's a lot of Pokemon games that have come out. I kind of just wanted to go through, there's a little list I have here and just kind of shout out some of the Pokemon games that have come out in March. So there's a lot of anniversaries that happen this year. Sure. So the first, I want to mention that Pokemon Snap did release in March 1999, which is a crazy thing to think about that this game came out 22 years ago at this point, And we're finally getting a sequel. So happy birthday to Pokemon Snap.
1: Agreed. Um, happy birthday. Yeah.
0: And there's, again, there's some, like, there's one on here I'd never even heard of Pokemon Card GB2. Here comes Team GR. Never heard of it. That came out in March <laughs> 2001. But. A lot of, surprising to me, a lot of the Pokemon Ranger games all came out in March. Like, it was just, like, they came out, like, March every year after each other. So, yeah, the first Pokemon Ranger game came out in March 2006. Uh, The next one, I think, was March 2008. Um, Yeah, and then it just keeps going like that. So, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to some of the Pokemon games that came out in March over the years. Again, Pokemon Snap, we talked about it earlier. That's the big one. So happy birthday, Pokemon Snap. Happy birthday, Pokemon Ranger, if you're into that. And Pokemon Conquest also came out in March. I know a lot of people really like Pokemon Conquest. I've never I, played it, but...
1: I enjoyed Pokemon Conquest, and I would I would be okay with there being a sequel to Pokemon Conquest. But more so yeah. than anything, I would like a, a game that is similar in style to Pokemon Conquest, but is just Pokemon. Because... You know, Pokemon Conquest was basically a combination of Nobunaga's Ambition, which was a very popular game franchise in Japan, and Pokemon. Just give yeah. me a turn based strategy game in the style of Fire Emblem.
0: Yeah. Like, my characters are
1: Pokemon. <laughs> just yeah. give me that.
0: I really want to try Pokemon Conquest. Uh it's just really hard to get. But that's one of the few one of the few blank spots I have in my um in my like I don't even know what the word is that I'm trying to say here for this, but that's one of the few games of Pokemon that I have not actually played. I mean, and there's I would love to,
1: there's do. a lot of Pokemon games I have not played. Yeah. I've been looking through
0: the list of just all the Pokemon games that have released.
1: Obviously um, I've played every mainline Pokemon game or at least one of every generation anyways. And then, you know, snap and uh, the stadiums. I mean, there's a lot, I played a lot of Pokemon games, but the Ranger games I didn't play. I tried uh mystery dungeon. I tried that for like an hour and I was like, oh, this is this is not made for me. This is for a much younger audience.
0: <laughs> yeah. The And then the other, the final Pokemon game that I wanted to talk about that would be celebrating a birthday as well too. On this list, it, it's definitely not correct because I remember it coming out, uh, but Pokemon Tournament in the US came out uh, in March as well too in 2016. So that is another, you know, happy five-year anniversary to that game. Five five yeah five i was like wait a minute i can't
1: believe it's been five years
0: i know that's time is a weird thing so anyways we're gonna move on to our big topic that everybody loves us doing all the time it's rank that pokemon we don't have a jingle jingle (laughs) pending
1: but you gotta gotta be excited when you say it at least (laughs) rank Rank that pokemon Pokemon. (laughs) there we go so who are we ranking this week dustin
0: so this week we are ranking Pokemon 410. And Jackson in the chat, can you please tell me who that Pokemon is? I will wait. No, I'm just kidding. It's Pokemon the Pokemon <laughs> is Shieldon. <laughs> We're going to be ranking Shieldon. Um so we will be pulling up the Bulbapedia for Shieldon.
1: Yep. On this screen. would
0: fall this would fall into my dinosaur type Pokemon and I did not plan this. I had already had the like dinosaur typing when I grabbed this, but Move that bus, Jackson says in the (laughs)
1: chat. That's a good one. So we're looking at Shieldon.
0: Uh, Yes.
1: Where where do we want to start with this guy?
0: Okay, so let's get this out of the way already. Everybody knows I love Pokemon. Or I love Pokemon, (laughs) I love dinosaurs. Two things I love. Everyone
1: knows I love Pokemon. (laughs)
0: Everyone knows I love Pokemon. Everyone knows I love dinosaurs. This is not my favorite of the, the combination, if I'm being honest. It's very cute but I was a bigger fan of Rampardos in this generation. Okay. So I, I I don't necessarily think I have a much of a bias on this one.
1: Just to go back real quick, we're going to go, we're going to move back to Rampardos and we're going to look at Kranidos is what I, is what I wanted to look at. Kranidos, very cute, right? Uh, no doubt about that. No, one's going to argue that point with you. Uh, Rampardos is pretty cool looking, Shieldon is way cuter than either of those.
0: Two. Oh. Yeah. Shieldon is adorable. But here's the problem.
1: So, Shieldon evolves into Bastiodon. And yeah. Bastiodon is a goofy-looking goober, man. <laughs> Which is a rock steel type. So,
0: Let's see. Jackson
1: brings up a good point that he saw from uh from Yeah, the I'm media. looking at the
0: gender ratio the as gender well. Gender ratio.
1: Yeah, not good for survivability, if we're being honest, that their gender ratio is eighty percent males. <laughs> so while I don't Sorry, find... 87% males.
0: While I don't find um Bastiodon to be the cutest in that picture, if you scroll down in the anime, that picture does make it look a lot cuter. Or
1: for Shieldon or for Bastiodon?
0: A Bastiodon. Sorry, I just went to Bastion's page. Bastiodon's page just to look, because now I'm like trying to, I'm basically trying to look and see how much I like Bastiodon to determine how much I like Shieldon, other than just the looks, because Shieldon's adorable. Because I like Shieldon
1: so much better than Bastiodon. It's it's Bastiodon is not like a bad Pokemon. First of all, Rock Steel.
0: No, not at all. Fine,
1: fine typing, and he's far from the worst designed Pokemon. I just I. I don't I honestly I don't know what I was expecting except maybe I was hoping for more of a Triceratops sort of deal with shield on uh, like you know maybe get some horns coming out of, of his face when he evolves uh, but keep the general sort of aesthetic I think Bastiodon just goes to it's too uh, blunt is the best way yeah. to describe his face <laughs> He's he's yeah, got a rough fair. looking
0: face. That's fair. I'm looking. I'm looking at both of their like typing and everything like that. And at least, so, you know, we're we're ranking Shieldon, but it's hard not to compare the two fossil type Pokemon that came out in this generation when you're ranking them clearly. And Rampardos was only a Rock type, so at least Bastiodon has has that much much better typing. And even just Shieldon itself is a Rock Steel type. I on cute factor alone. I I want to maybe not like the top spot obviously but I want to put shield on kind of a little so higher we're on. We're in list.
1: an interesting position. Give us the ranking real quick.
0: Okay. So our ranking as of right now uh number 8 is Scrafty with a 1 <laughs> god. Uh number 7 <laughs> is Bellsprout with a 2 star. Number 6 is Delibird with a 3 star. Number 5 is Hariyama with a 3.5. Number 4 is Duat with a 3.5. Number three is Rookie D with the 3.5. Number two is Rockruff with the four. And number one, our champion of last week is Floatzel with the four. I had to rewatch the end of last week's episode to remember where we put Floatzel, if it was one or two. But we did, in fact, put Floatzel at number one. And I blame Fiona for influencing us to put Floatzel at number one, even though I love Floatzel. This is what happens
1: when we have guests. the guests do get to vote, I'm fine fine with. And one I do list. like Floatzel, and Floatzel not going to be number one forever. I'm not. I'm not worried no. about our, our our list being completely but, ruined forever, anything like that. Because right now, Floatzel, I can see the argument for being number one.
0: And that's what I was going to say. Is as of right now, I still see Floatzel as number one.
1: So, I Floatzel would not have been my number one. I certainly I yeah, like Rock yeah, Ruff yeah. better than Floatzel for sure. Uh, and I I would have put Rookie D ahead of uh, Floatzel as well, but. Man, it's tough because Floatzel is a final evolution, but I I think Shieldon is a much better design, like you know the actual design of the Pokemon itself, than Floatzel is. I think Shieldon okay. looks cooler than Floatzel. Uh, much typing, cuter. Typing is better than Floatzel as well. Uh, so there, there's that. Obviously, Bastiodon. I think would be more useful. I'm gonna I'm gonna look look it up real quick. Bastiodon, Smoga in the game. I got to see what they say about him. So, I again
0: for me like Floatzel being number one. I am totally cool with it. I like Floatzel a lot. But again, if it was Floatzel during or against something like let's say Corviknight, Corviknight would have been number 1 still to this day. It's just based on the first form of some of these Pokémon. So like you said, Floatzel won't stay number 1 for very long, but I guess the the main question is is do we think even though Floatzel's not exactly where you want Floatzel to be, do you think Shieldon is a better Pokémon than Floatzel?
1: Oof. So now now basically I just need to I need to come up with what I want my Oh, you know what? Here's how I'm going to decide. I'm going to look at their shinies.
0: Oh, that's a good point.
1: So let's take a look at these sprites.
0: Because for me, while I really like Shieldon and I love dinosaurs, um, I don't know if I would put Shieldon above Float Soul.
1: So uh, I've got it. Let me pull it up on the screen here so that other people can see it too. These are the sprites for Shieldon. Close that ad there. Uh, And you will see that on shiny sprite is blue and gold, which is awesome. That is really cool. Very fond of that sprite. Now let me go look up... Uh, I'm trying to remember what Souls was, but I'm just going to have to look, look up, up. up as well. Yeah, okay, here we go. It's, it's, Sprites. it's essentially the same also it's blue, and gold. blue and gold. God, that didn't help at all. That <laughs> didn't help at all. Cause what blue, a and gold, twist. blue and gold are the colors of my alma mater. And so like when I saw that shield on was blue and gold, I was like, Oh yeah, well I can't vote against Notre Dame colored shiny. So unfortunately so, I, I think floats still got to hang on to the top spot for now. Well, and
0: then Harry in the chat does say that uh, Bastiodon is a great is great for Great League and Pokemon Go, That's so true. maybe usability it's better. Um, it's hard; Go, it's a toss sure. up between the two. Yeah, but do you think? Okay, so if it was Bastiodon versus Floatzel, though, would you put Bastiodon above Floatzel? I
1: would not. I I like Shieldon's design More. much better than Floatzel, but I I think I I don't like Bastiodon's design.
0: Okay, so then. Where? What about Rockruff? Now we need to. If we're so,
1: I th- I like Rockruff better than Shieldon or uh, Floatzel. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to put Shieldon is getting a 3.5 for me.
0: Okay, Shieldon's getting a 3.5. Okay, yep. so would you put Shieldon above uh, Rookie D or below Rookie D? I would. Put or sh- below Dua, Hariyama? I would there's... put
1: Shieldon above Rookie D because. Uh, just comparing first evolution to first evolution, I think Shieldon's a, a cooler looking Pokemon.
0: Okay, I'm just laughing because I feel so bad for Harry in the chat, who's just so so mad about our placement of Floatzel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I agree with you. I think I would also put Shieldon. Like I said, I love dinosaurs. Um, uh, but again, it's not like Shieldon and Bastiodon are my favorite, so for me, I don't necessarily have to have them at the top spot. So I'm cool with a number three right above rookie D and right below Rock Rough. I think that's fair. So let's add that into our ranking. And you said it was a 3.5. Three, 3. I, 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 I yep. I agree. Okay. I agree with that one. If it was um craniados or what's the first form of craniados now? It's escaping. Me. I
1: started to say Tyrant, but that's no, that's the other one. <laughs>
0: If it was those two, I would definitely. Cranidos and
1: Rampardos. Yeah, Cranidos and Rampardos. Rampardos. Okay.
0: But yeah, our new (laughs) ranking. um, Again, as we've discussed this in previous weeks, if you've watched us at all, we once we hit our ten Pokemon, we will only be ranking the top ten. We're not going to keep. We're only
1: going to be reading the top ten.
0: All right, we'll only be reading. Yes, we will not be reading out loud every week. The top. 15 to 20 when we hit there. I so, do
1: think that we will tweet out the list every time, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can do that, because we'll, we'll have the list right here in front of us every week, so we can just post that on Twitter. Um, all right. Our current ranking is Scrafty at number nine, uh, Sprout at number eight, Delibird at number seven, Ariyama at number six, Dewat at number five, Rookie D at number four, on at number three. Rock Rough at number two and Floatzel at number one still we'll see if that changes next week I don't know it's all up to the random number generator on what Pokemon we get to decide next week but anyways uh that's that's it for our show you guys thank thank you for hanging out we made it through another week um Jeff where can the lovely people find you
1: you can find me right here on good game Grizz on, at on Twitch. So, good game, Grizz on Twitch. You can find. You're me already here. here. I'm already. You're here now, <laughs> but in case you're not here now and are on YouTube, you can find me there too on the Podcast Monsters YouTube channel. Yeah, but you can find me on the on Twitter at Good Game Grizz. Please follow me there for updates on when I'm going live for streaming on Twitch and for my thoughts on Pokemon stuff and other games and all that.
0: Yeah, keep following along with the Nuzlocke. Uh, we we try to make sure that we tweet that out every week from the Podcast Monsters channel. So if you follow that as well, too, it's at PodKit Monsters on uh, Twitter. Every time Jeff goes live, I host him and then I immediately go and I tweet about it on Twitter or I'll retweet it on Twitter. So follow along with that. It's been fun. When I can join, I try to be in the chat as much as I can. It's a lot of fun.
1: And that's um, I, that's what I want. I want more people in the yeah. chat, not just on, on my Nuzlocke, but on any of the stuff I'm playing. I just want yeah. more people in the chat because I, I really do think like that I'm I'm better at this when I have people to talk to. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> streaming is really hard when you don't have anybody to talk to in the chat. You know, it's hard to talk to yourself and like try to say things if nobody's there to talk to in the chat. So I totally agree. Um, I I am on Twitter at uh, d underscore danger ten. I'm also on Twitch at Ddanger10. I will be doing a pretty big pack opening sometime next week. A lot of the things I've ordered I will be getting in. I have some pretty cool things coming in. I ordered two of those uh, Leonhardt boxes that he did. If you guys don't know who Leonhart is, he's a YouTuber who opens packs as well. But in his packs, they come with three battle styles, and then there's a pack of ten cards that are all random, but they're from different sets. So there's a chance of getting, like, of charizard base set charizard in those packs so that should be fun um there's some other stuff i'm getting tomorrow i will most likely be streaming some destiny 2 with my cousin and uncle for a little bit um and then i may even dive a little into that pokemon tcg online and open some packs on there and play online so and then as jeff said eventually we're going to get to the point where we will play pokemon sword and shield together and do a dual stream
1: yes and if I, if I could just add one other thing, cause I forgot to mention, I I am working on actually having a schedule for my stream now. So the plan is to stream on Monday nights, Wednesday nights, Saturday afternoon, and then Saturday night we do uh podcast yep. monsters and then Sunday, uh, Sunday nights as well. So, you know,
0: yeah, I think, I think for me, I'm, I want to try to do the same and have a consistent schedule, for me, it seems like Sunday will be a day where I can always try to stream a little bit. I want to, again, I want to try to keep playing the Resident Evil games. Um, life has kind of gotten in the way of that, so I have not really been able to do that. So I may just stream Resident Evil 7 leading up to Resident Evil Village. Because um, I've played through pretty much every other Resident Evil game already. So I will try to do that. And for me, it'll be probably Thursday nights and Sundays, at least for now. And I'll try to figure
1: out another time for that. But
0: uh until next time unless you're hanging yeah. out with us no, in the right.
1: chat we got we got one one more bit of news just oh. to remind everyone we have a guest next week
0: oh yes yes um, i'm so sorry i forgot about that
1: will Beeman of cantina conversations is going to be guesting here on Podcast monsters he's super into the the cards right now as well he's the so reason that i've been getting it that quite a bit so expect us to talk some tcg stuff uh but uh yeah, we're we're going to have a really good time with Will. He's he's excellent at at podcasting. So, I think you'll really enjoy having him on.
0: And do we have a set in stone topic for that week that we want to announce now or are we we're still working at the kinks for that?
1: <laughs> I believe you and I agreed on a topic.
0: Yeah, yeah, you and I did. I just didn't know if Will knew about it. So, we okay. should wait. <laughs> we'll we'll wait uh just follow us on Twitter, like I said, and we'll announce what our topic's going to be for next Saturday, uh, probably sometime in the next few days. Uh, we'll find out from Will if he's okay with that specific topic. If not, it'll probably be a lot of TCG spoilers. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Uh, if you're hanging out in the chat, we I think we're going to open a few booster packs, mm-hmm. as always, uh, in the chat. So we'll be doing that for everybody. Uh, and then everybody else, see you next time.